Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 353 of Sports. I'm Tony, and with me we've got Off-Road Andy. Hello. Uh, we will not have Sean with us for sports today, and we will not actually have him with us on entertainment, but uh, the show will go on with Andy and I in entertainment this week, as Sean is actually in uh, Ireland, so he will have a lot of good stories for you for the entertainment podcast, so you'll want to check that out this week, and you'll want to check it out next week to hear all of his uh stories from uh from his motherland in ireland but uh anyway the show goes on this week we got a full episode to talk about we've got some uh in-season tournament updates for the nba we've even got some college basketball uh updates uh, and then college football rankings or uh, the final rankings are out for college football with the playoffs uh one team is very upset with how things went uh we'll get into that along with some uh, mlb winter meetings uh, an update with uh, the Corey Perry situation in the NHL, and then another full slate of what happened in uh, the NFL. But uh, we'll start things off with the in-season tournament as we are now down to the final eight teams. Uh, technically seven now because uh, a team, or six, six I'm six. sorry, because two teams did get eliminated last night. So, uh, yeah, let's yeah, get I into mean, it. I mean, first of all, there's a little bit of drama in how the teams got selected. So it was based on point differential. Um uh, for the wild card spots, and also I think for seeding within your groups. Uh, but yeah, Boston didn't look like they were going to get in the, the tournament, which would have been another black mark to this tournament. Uh, but they ended up winning by like 30 points in their final game and actually overtaking Orlando for, uh, I think, one of the, the wild card spot there. Um, but because they were a wild card, they ended up playing at Indiana last night, and uh, Indiana ended up winning by 10. It was a, a close game, good game from from the Stars. Uh and I think Indiana showed why they've been kind of a fun team this year. It wasn't as high scoring as it usually is, but uh, they made some big shots. And uh, yeah, and we were also uh, also to mention that uh, every single player does get five hundred thousand dollars if they if the team wins. And they were uh, I was actually listening to some today that was noting about how Indiana how a good portion of their starting roster is only making three million dollars this season, and then you figure half of that you know they were saying goes to like taxes and agents and stuff. So it's like. A lot of these guys aren't making, you know, what guys like the Celtics are making, like players like Tatum and Brown and Holiday and stuff like that. And it showed because the Indiana Pacers, their bench was going berserk. And at one point, I think I even, you know, they, the announcers were even like, oh, this feels like it's a playoff atmosphere. And I even pointed that out. I was like, well, yeah, they get $500,000. Of course, those bench guys are going to be going crazy. So, uh yeah, that's uh, that's why I think a tournament like this is going to be in favor of these little smaller teams. And uh, yeah, Indiana is very live to win this whole thing, I think. So we also saw Boston was without um, Porzingis, which mm-hmm. is maybe a preview of what they look like without him. Because with him, they've been excellent. Yeah, I think are the favorite. Uh, yeah, but, they are the favorite. You know, can you really right rely on his health at the end of the season? So I think they're hoping, you know, give him some games off in the middle of the year and then get him healthy for the finals. But yeah. Um, yeah, and then we have our, our other matchup of last night. Um, to how this one came to be also had some drama. Uh, last Tuesday, we happened to be watching this game, and we never even finished it. Uh, but Sacramento versus Golden State. Sacramento needed to uh, lose by eleven or less. Yeah, and they were down by twenty something to Golden State. And the drama was: Do they care enough to come back to make it close so that they can win their group? And get to this tournament. Uh, Sacramento winning the game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was black mark for the Warriors there. Huge, terrible loss there to, to end up losing mm-hmm. by one. 
Uh, so the Kings did get into uh, the tournament here, had a home game, yet they ended up losing to uh, the Pelicans. And uh, it wasn't really Zion Williamson who uh, led the way for them. There, Pelicans, I, I think they're good. They got, uh, they got what was it, Trey Murphy came back recently. Um, but yeah, they got good scoring from Ingram, good good scoring from Herb Jones. Uh, Zion Williamson only 10 points. Um, and Charles Barkley called him out last night. Ooh. Called him basically fat and lazy. I saw Charles Seven. Barkley also told uh, Brandon Ingram, I'll meet you at the roulette table. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you forget about that. This is, this is fun for them as well. It looks oh, like yeah. They're gonna... TNT was doing the games last night. It uh, looks like they're, they're doing them tonight, so maybe they, they get all the games. I, I wasn't sure. Yeah, that might be like the little contract with them as we get the yeah, in-season tournament games. Yeah, typically. I mean, honestly, TNT that's what games we on Tuesdays want to see. Um, There's no Thursdays right now during Thursday Night Football, though, right? That's when it starts back up, which uh, we'll get into that. But this Thursday Night Football is awful, and I'm a fan of one of the teams. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, then what do we got today is... Yeah, today we've got the New York Knickerbockers at the Milwaukee Bucks, currently in the first quarter with four and a half to go, and the Knicks are off to an early start, uh, up 18 to 15. Yeah, so I think Adam Silver is pleased with this matchup because you either get... One of the better teams, or you get New York. Who? Yeah, um, New York's actually been good this season. I think I think they're a nice little team, but I think they are what they are. They're a four seed who's going to lose in the second round. Um, but maybe this is one of those things they can pull off a, a nice little win for the Knicks. Okay, really quick, Andy. I'm sorry. They just showed that a guy from Milwaukee, this tall, goofy-looking white guy who I've never seen before, named AJ Green. AJ Green. Yeah, that's why I'm. I have no idea who this guy is. Wow. Northern, Northern Iowa, Iowa, that's probably why. Well, good for him. Looks like he's from Northern Iowa. But uh, AJ, what, oh, AJ Green, that's right, the football player. I was like, where do I know this strong name? Strong name. It is a strong name. Uh, but And then uh, this West Coast matchup for tonight, uh, Adam Silver is also probably very happy with. You get the Phoenix Suns and the LA Lakers. Um, should be a good matchup. In LA, uh, Lakers are only uh, two point, one and a half, two point favorites in this game. Uh, is uh, I know Beal's out. Is Booker playing? I don't know. I, I, it's tough to say so because I feel like these guys miss every other game. Yeah. Like they're finding already a way to like loop the system. But it looks like, according to this injury report, it looks like he will be playing. It doesn't. He doesn't show him on the injury report. Yeah. So yeah, that'll be. That's definitely a game that uh, people will like. You got Devin Booker and Durant versus Anthony Davis and LeBron, and then company on each side. So uh, that'll be a, a good game to watch tonight. And uh, the winner of that will play the New Orleans Pelicans in Las Vegas. So yeah, this will be. Um, it's just a fun little thing. I guess we'll see how it goes this year. Uh, I I mean, have they even said for sure if they're going to continue this into next season, or is this kind of a test run season? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if they've actually confirmed any of that. Yeah. Um, one of the weird things about this is there's this kind of break, or during it's the, like a little mini All Star break, but but not really because the teams are playing, but they weren't scheduled games, so the teams that didn't make the tournament will now uh, they had to figure out a way to to play games. So like. I looked at all my Clippers get an extra game against Denver. That's that's fun. Um, <laughs> so what's gonna like? So then the other teams are gonna have to just catch up somehow, though, right? With games because they don't those these uh, in season games don't count for their record, right? The first round does, and the losers of the first round play each other. Okay. The next game, as in the first round, as in the round that is happening right yes. now. So the, okay, the Celtics will play the loser of, of Milwaukee Knicks. Okay, Bucks. that's that because he was gonna say, or else you start losing too much. Ground on yeah. games. Yeah, so everyone was scheduled for 80 games this year. Uh, and then there's two games that ended up being free games. So and I think the the extra games 
they found the team you hadn't played. Um, so like if you were only scheduled to play the Nuggets three times, they would pick them. But okay, yeah. So yeah, I think that's that's what's new here in the NBA. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on. Uh, MLB. We've had some uh, some winter meetings. Uh, yeah, but nothing. Nothing's happened. Yeah, I saw an article today talking about how uh, it's been a very boring free agent. Like, Otani's been, his situation's been very boring so far. It's one of those things where I think everyone's waiting for him to make his decision, and then the dominoes will fall. Um, Who are uh, are other big names outside of the biggest name, obviously, in Shohei Otani? Who are, like, some other notable guys that can find Well, it's the other Japanese guy, Yamamoto. Um, And some of the other big guys that did sign, like Aaron Nola signed, so you got Cody Ballinger. I saw like the Mariners were interested in him. It's like that's a weird one. Uh, Ballinger had a big bounce back. Yeah, he did season. have a good bounce back season. Um, it was it was a great little like sign a one year deal with the Cubs and come back. Oh, apparently I had an opinion on that. It said Anthony says he's going to the Yankees. Yeah. Oh, Blake, uh, Snell, Blake Snell, yeah, course, very good young, uh, winner. So Aaron Nola did sign back with the Phillies. Uh, Jordan Montgomery, World Series champion. Uh, Matt Chapman. Josh Hader. Hmm. There are definitely uh, big names out there. Sonny Gray also signed a deal already. Um, and then another, another, another Japanese guy, Shota Imanaga. So, uh, yeah, there, there are plenty of guys uh, that I think are all waiting for Otani to sign. Uh, but right now there, there was a report that uh, it's going to come down to the Blue Jays and Dodgers. So I saw that. I couldn't um, believe I didn't realize the Blue Jays were in the mix for I that. I think he liked the fact that they um, – Canada is like a different market, and I think uh, Ryu likes it there. So it's like he's got a Japanese guy there already who can vouch for it. I don't. Is Ryu Japanese? I or is he so. Korean? Is he? I think so. Yeah, I don't know. He always just yeah. looked Korean. <laughs> I don't know if I can tell. I think I kind of can. Let's see. We're gonna we're gonna have to get to oh, the bottom right. of this. Yeah. yeah, he's very Korean. There you go. From uh, south or north, though. Okay, from south. <laughs> from how do you even pronounce that? Incheon. South Korea? Or oh, sorry. What? Where he's from. How do you spell that? In Incheon? In yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to do the pronunciation. Yeah, but it's know. it doesn't matter. He's from South Korea. It means kind river in Korean. He's a kind river, but he's a mean, nerd, dirty pitcher. Yeah, okay. When he's when he's healthy. When he's doing well, I should say when he's doing well. He had one what? A couple really good seasons with the Dodgers or just like one really good season? I mean there's one great one where it was like one point eight ERA or something like that. Over six innings, though, yeah. of one year. No, I mean, kidding. it really was. He no, he, he, he dominated. He was like five days rest too. He was like on pace to break record, like some sort of records, right? Like, didn't he? Wasn't his strikeout to walk ratio like ridiculous? Maybe I might have been. I think that's what it was. It was like two hundred strikeouts to like twenty walks or something. Don't quote me on that, but it was something like that. But uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll update you guys. I mean, we're thinking maybe this time next week, uh, Shohei Otani will find a new home, and that home will either be just down the freeway from where he's at now, or all the way in. Uh, Canada. So to each their own. Uh, so anyway, now we've got, we're going to move on to the NHL here. We talked briefly last week about Corey Perry, uh, some of the stuff he was going through and then how the, the heavy rumors about how we, one of the reasons was that he was hooking up with Connor Bedard's mom. But it turns out that uh, even Corey Perry has come out and completely denied those. Uh, he came out though and said that the reason why he's had to step away is that he's had uh, trouble with alcohol. Uh, and it's ironic because I think I've mentioned before, how I've seen him at a local bar before uh, here in Orange. And um, it actually today, November, I'm sorry, December 5th uh, is actually uh, it popped up on a friend's Snapchat memory. Uh, 
that it was five years ago today is when we actually saw him in the bar. So it's kind of crazy to think five years ago today, we see him in a bar, you know, nothing crazy, you know, just, but still, you don't expect to see someone like that, of that stature at, at that kind of bar. And he was, you know, like I always say, like he, we always joke about it. He was plowing through Michelob Ultras. And so now here it is five years later that he's coming out saying, I've got an alcohol problem. And, uh, he's had to step away from, uh, from where he's been, was, did step away and then was eventually waived from, uh, the Blackhawks. And now he's currently not playing a team. And I mean, at his, I mean, I don't know how old he is exactly. I imagine he's like got to be in his mid late thirties. He's been playing I said 38, 38. Yeah. So this actually, I assume might be the end of his NHL career because it's even if he, you know, it's a long season. If you do like a couple months of getting better and you yeah, come back, but. that's true. And I mean, and someone will want to maybe get up, have that veteran leadership, a guy that's won a Stanley cup before that can be gritty down in the trenches in front of the net to, and bring that leadership. And you never know. Sometimes guys like this, I mean, when you do have a problem like that and you do get sober and you get cleaned up, you kind of have a different perspective and you kind of go more the route of wanting to be a leader and help out people. So maybe he'll find himself on a, a team that uh you know is trying to make a playoff run or can you know something like that I guess but uh we'll uh, update you with any other big stuff and you know down the future just because you know he is a likable you know we grew up watching him a lot you know so but yeah um we're gonna move on now to something we haven't really talked too much about this year uh, and that's college basketball and we're gonna bring it up because the number one seed Purdue. Uh, lost to Northwestern, and you said this isn't the first time this has happened in recent yeah, time. Yeah, so last year they lost, I think they lost multiple times as the number one team. And this game went into um, overtime also. Yeah, so so how Purdue got there, so over the Thanksgiving week was all the uh, the big tournaments, and there was a really uh, a big one with a lot of good teams uh, that Purdue ended up winning. So here's here's what they played in this, uh, the Maui Invitational. They beat Gonzaga, number 11, wow. Tennessee, number 7, Marquette, number 4, back-to-back games to win that tournament. Really impressive. They deserve that, that number impressive. one. Uh, and then they they drop uh, a game to Northwestern, ninety two to eighty eight uh, this week. So yeah. Did this? Uh, can we look? At, go back to those rankings. Did this uh, put Northwestern in the rankings? Did not. It does so not. That's very their, interesting. What is their record here? Six and one too. So that's kind of a uh, kind of interesting to not have them be in the yeah in the rankings at all with a, a six and one record. But uh, but that means what, teams are starting to play um, conference games. Yeah, what uh, what other uh, let's go through some of these uh early rankings. And most teams have played anywhere between it looks like seven, to eight games. Uh, you got uh the new number one Arizona, uh seven and zero. Right out there at number two is Kansas at seven and one. And Kansas has lost uh came against a good team. I'm blanking on it right now. So yeah, so Marquette, they lost to Marquette the, by that fourteen. Tournament. Yeah, yeah. So that that was a, that was a really brutal tournament. Uh, that a lot was of really yeah. good teams. Those were very good teams. was in there as, as well and uh, dropped two games in that tournament. Kind of. Them yeah, down. that was uh, that was not your average uh, tournament. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh we got a uh, over there. So um, so Arizona has beaten Duke and Michigan State already. So they have a couple quality wins. They've got uh, Wisconsin coming up, and they play Purdue. So uh, oh, the when's that game against Purdue? Oh, the sixteenth, one thirty. So that sounds like that. That sounds like it's a Saturday so game. So they're prepping for the Big Ten schedule already. Or wait, no, this is Arizona. Never mind. Oh, well, Where's Arizona still- playing again? Big Twelve, right? Arizona's, Arizona, Arizona's got a really tough schedule coming up here. They've got, like yeah, we said, at home Atlanta. against Wisconsin, then at home against Purdue, home against Alabama, and then home against uh, number 11, Florida Atlantic University. Yeah, final four team from Who last is uh, currently playing right now and actually losing to uh, Illinois, who's number 20. They're down by five with 12 to go, so uh, that'll be a good one. But, yeah, so moving on. So we got Kansas, number two. Uh, Houston, number three at 8-0. Houston seems to always be in the mix the last few seasons. 
Uh, Purdue number four, dropping down to four from one. Uh, and then your defending champions, UConn at five. And then the undefeated Baylor Bears at 8-0, sitting at 6. You got Gonzaga at 7, Marquette 8, North Carolina 9. A team that I always like that I am just like to see them maybe make a run at some point in the tournament. And that's Creighton, sitting at 7-1. and one. They're always exciting. And then, uh, yeah, McDermott, I think, is a good coach. You thought, like, oh, his son made him. Yeah, but, no, you know, he's, he's, he's always got good guys. Been 10 plus years, I think, since and his son played. We've got a few other fun teams on here. We got Florida Atlantic at 11. Colorado State has not been gonna, up here. Yeah, Colorado State, 8 0 at 13. Texas at 12. And then another undefeated team right below them, BYU at 14. I don't think I've seen BYU this high ranked since the Fredette days. Yeah. And then Miami at 15, Kentucky 16, Tennessee 17, and then here's another fun one. James Madison at 18 at 8-0 as well. Uh, they've beaten yeah, some notable they teams. Beat, they beat Michigan State. Michigan State that we talked about that first game. And who would have thought? Like people thought, and that's the crazy thing about the early season rankings is that you're like, oh, it's such a big upset. And it's like, well, now they're the number 18 team in the country. So now it looks back and you're like, okay, well, how big of an upset was it? I mean, they're a respectable team. And then you got Oklahoma 19, Illinois 20. Texas A&M 21, Duke all the way down to 22 at 5-3 and three this year. They uh preseason top top 10, and they are down to 22. And then you've got Wisconsin, Clemson, and uh, San Diego State, who was uh, the, the team that uh, second second loser, second to list, the last team to lose in the tournament. I'm trying to think how to say this. The second to last, the last team to lose in the tournament, San Diego State, uh, 25th overall at 7-1. and one. So yeah, some uh, and no, and these are the true rankings. They don't do uh, any uh, playoff rankings like college football. I mean, these are your real hey, yeah, we're AP we're, rankings. We're gonna talk about it and how the systems are actually more similar than maybe you think. Ooh, very good. So, uh, <laughs> are we ready to go into some college football then? I think so. So just yeah. a, a quick recap of the uh, the big Friday night game, Washington Oregon. Uh, Washington won won the rematch, so they won again. So they went two zero against Oregon, even though. Um, they were they were not favored in that game. Yeah, nine and a half point favorites. Uh, pr- I mean, uh, underdogs. Yeah. Washington was pretty so, pretty remarkable. So it was a big win, and it pretty much clinched their their playoff spot, um, which we'll get to. But let's leave the drama. Or we'll keep you in suspense. Save the drama. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the the next uh, big matchup: Alabama versus Georgia. Alabama won, and they it wasn't like a blowout, but they they handled that game. They were up by. Uh, two scores for a lot of it. Um, and look, Georgia was was a, around and could have came back, but yeah, Alabama ended up closing it out uh, and winning the conference there. Um, Georgia first loss in thirty games, I think it was. Uh, yeah, it was um, I think it was like twenty nine straight they'd won yeah. or something like that. So uh, that had some implications. Uh, and then the other conference titles: uh, Texas, Michigan, and Florida State all won their titles as expected. Uh, Texas in dominating fashion, which. Did that matter or not? I, I don't know if that was if it was a close game. Would that's that what some people were thinking. Like if it was a close game, like uh, I heard people say that. If or they, I heard people say if Florida State would have beaten Louisville by by like thirty, they would have gotten yeah. to keep that four spot. But so yeah, let's just let's just get to it. Number one was Michigan. I think that was the easy yeah easiest thing for the committee here. Number two, Washington. Also I think that undefeated. was also easy after everything else that happened. And now here's where it gets gets tough. Is what do you do now? Uh, they end up going Texas number three because while Alabama and Texas played earlier this year and Texas won, so it's hard to justify putting Alabama above Texas, and so they put Texas three, which then gave you this last spot here. Uh, a lot of controversy here. Alabama with one loss ends up getting in over Florida State with zero losses. 
Um, and then Georgia at number six behind them, uh, behind Florida State. So, again, it's a 14 playoff. Next year will be a 12 team playoff. All this will be taken care of. Uh, but what we end up is Florida State did everything right and they get punished for it and the people are very upset about it. And uh, it's a, it is a bummer because at the end of the day, and it's plain and simple, I don't care what anyone says, it's because Jordan Travis got hurt. I think if Jordan Travis was there and then they would have beat, you know, you know, regardless they beat Louisville, however much they would have beat him by, they they would have given Florida State number four. I think all the conspiracies about, well, like ESPN would refute, wouldn't allow them to not have an SEC team in there. I don't think that's true. I think you're right. If, if the quarterback was still healthy, they would have put him at number four. Um, here's where I'm going to compare this to college football or college basketball. This happens in college basketball. The committee, they have a selection committee in college basketball. Um, and they, they don't look at the AP rankings. They don't look at the record. They, they determine who the deserving seeds are. And it's based on the um, players available. So just last year, UCLA probably should have been a number one seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they were missing uh, one of their top players. He got hurt in the final or in the first oh, yeah. Pac-12 tournament game. What's his name again? Oh, man, I can't remember. Is he still on the team or is he gone? No, he was a senior. Oh, man, okay. I should. That's all right. It's not, yeah. I mean. But, uh, the, yeah, the point is they they... They dropped them from a number one seed to probably the worst number two seed. They ended up having to play Gonzaga in the in the Sweet 16 and ended up losing. Yeah, it got um, and it was like yeah, not, not a great matchup for them. Um, but that was the committee saying, well, you say he's not as good without this guy, so we're not going to give him a number one seed. And uh, I think that that logic is consistent. The way the committee here is supposed to work is you're trying to find the best four teams for the playoff. Um, I think the problem is. College football is a short season, and to eliminate teams for losing in the early season, especially when it's like that's not the same team. You think yeah. about it in the NFL, you know, the best teams still lose four games a year. Um, in college football, it's like you have to be perfect. Like Georgia is still probably one of the top four teams. Oh yeah, they just lost to a very good team. Yeah, they um, were saying that if Georgia was matched up with any of these top four teams, they'd be the favorite in the game, yeah. and then. Alabama lost to Texas early in the season. It's not the same Alabama team. Now, I don't want to take anything away from the Texas win. It was a very impressive win still uh, yeah. on the road. Um, but that happens all the time where a top team loses a game to an inferior opponent in every other sport, and you don't disqualify them from uh, the title. Um, so I think that's one of the reasons why we're bringing this playoff in is because uh, you're disqualifying really good teams here. Like Honestly, I think the top four teams in college football are Michigan, Ohio State, Georgia, and Alabama. Yeah. So in a, in a sense, we did get a 14 playoff, the right 14 playoff in Ohio State yeah. and, and Georgia lost. Yeah. And so the real national championship here will be Michigan and Alabama. And um, that's what we're getting to. Yeah. It, no, sim- and, and similar to, is, to last year. And honestly, this is what I'm afraid yeah. of. And it's I feel like you're right. It's getting similar to last year because started like interrupt really quick. But it's like and I know you were getting here, but it's like that's what I'm afraid of. Like Michigan, Alabama, the winner of that game plays Texas, Washington. And I mean, there's a chance that. I mean, I know Texas has held their ground, so I mean, I'm not going to go as far as to say it's going to be like how it was last year with what Georgia did to TCU, but it's very possible that, you know, we get a Michigan-Alabama great game that comes down to a last possession, and then we get a winner of that game beats Texas or Washington Mm -hmm. by double digits. And like you said, yeah, last year when Georgia-Ohio State is what we got in the first round, and it came down to a game-winning field goal that if Ohio State would have made from about 50 yards, they would have won, but the guy completely missed. And then Michigan got upset by TCU, and then TCU got absolutely annihilated by uh, by Georgia. Now you have to forgive Michigan because uh, 
TCU had this guy on their team named Quentin Johnston, yeah. one of the greatest wide receivers I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I'm pretty no sure he'd he a big, get benched in the yeah, NFL. He was, he was great. He catches everything, comes at him, and <laughs> brings it to the house every time. Um, yeah, but that's that's the difference between college football and the pros. Um, uh, but yeah, that was a weird game for Michigan. Uh, but it, you know, that was a fluke game too with Michigan uh, Ohio State, where Ohio State yeah. just like blew like three coverages, and it was it was a very weird game. Michigan blew them out. But yeah, I mean, we've seen in the NFL CJ Stroud, like Ohio State was probably better than Michigan last year. And uh, kind of speaking of Ohio State's quarterback, uh, he did go into the transfer portal. So I yeah. guess they were saying there was a lot of people this year that like Ohio State fans and stuff that weren't happy with how he played, and that wasn't your typical so Ohio State quarterback. It is. I mean, we should talk about that. Let's let's do a segment about that when we finish our okay schedule part here because there's a lot of quarterbacks in the in the, in the what is it the portal the transfer portal. Yes. Um, but yeah, I, I think I'm I'm fine with this because Florida State was probably going to be. Or we know they're 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 13 point underdogs to Georgia. They'd probably be around there to Michigan. They were very unlikely to win this game. Even more unlikely to win two games. Um, and and that sucks that yeah. they they deserve a big bowl and they're still going to get one. Um, I just wonder about the motivation. I mean, I know Georgia won't be as motivated yeah, it's either. The same thing with them. But uh, so that's why. Like, if Florida State was going to play like. Someone random, like, I mean, Liberty, let's say, or something like that. I would have thought Liberty. I would say bet your money on Liberty because it's just a real thing. Like, they're not going to have the motivation. They know in their head, hey, we should have been playing for a national title, like a chance at a national title being the playoffs. And, like, now we're settling for this bowl game. So, I mean, it'll be interesting. I mean, that that game is going to have a lot of of eyes on it, I believe, just because of the fact that people are going to say, like, you know, if Florida State goes out and win, they're going to basically, you know, they're going to try to crown themselves as something. You know, they're going to be like, we went 14-0, we beat Georgia in a bowl game, like, blah, blah. So, and honestly, for the sake of that, I hope Georgia beats them. (laughs) I just don't want to hear all of it. So, um, we're going to do our big bowl preview next week to go over all the the other bowl games. Um, But I just want to mention what the playoff games will be. Uh, so we'll be on New Year's Day, which is nice. Uh, Two o'clock Rose Bowl, Michigan and Alabama. So Michigan at the Rose Bowl, that's tradition. That seems very nice. Uh, and then we got at night, the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans will be Washington, Texas. Uh, and then the final... And you said this is New Year's Day? New Year's Day. Very good. And then the final will be the following Monday on the 8th. So And New Year's Day is on a Sunday this year. Monday. Is it? Fuck. Sometimes we have work the next day. Yeah. That sucks. You can maybe take a day off. I don't know. No, I no no days off. <laughs> um, <laughs> on the CW network slash Barstool. Is that? Cartoon wet work. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's the channel five. Um, well, no, we will get to that later because yeah, well, we don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, we'll, that's one of my favorite into, things is going oh, over all the uh, the sponsors as well. Yeah, and I see some good ones already. My dad and I, we had always had an inside joke from years, years ago when there was one just called the Gallery Furniture Bowl. And my dad just for hit me, he's like, what the hell is that? And it was pretty yeah, funny I mean, I still, they're, they're one of the bigger um, sponsors, but I remember like Chick-fil-A in like 2003. I'm oh, like, yeah. what the fuck? And is then Barstool Chick-fil-A? always has like one, right? Yeah, they've had one in the last few years. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll go through all those. Yeah. A scooter's um, Coffee. Okay. Hey, oh, oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, it. sorry, sorry. Yeah, take it back. Um, okay well i mean i'm already i gotta stop looking to take this away from me i'm not i want to be surprised also like well let's going back to like five minutes ago jalen clark that was a state oh yeah ucla uh uh, drafted by the timberwolves last year so okay Uh, from riverside california um reggie miller riverside ucla maybe to the hall of fame just maybe jalen clark he's halfway there um 
Yeah, transfer portal. So as you mentioned, um, was it McCord? That's his name, right? Yeah, something the like that. Ohio State quarterback is uh, entering the portal. Uh, the rumor is that Cam Ward, who was uh, a goalie for the Hurricanes, I believe, yeah. as, as well, but uh, Washington State quarterback is going to transfer to Ohio State. I'm surprised you remember that was a good. That was a good point. I, I completely forgot about Cam Ward. I saw it on in the story. Someone was like, "Our old friend from the that. podcast, like, Goose, would have been really proud about that." And I was like, "I do remember that name." Yeah. Um, wow, that was a really good. Pull. He was a very good goalie. Wow. Um, but uh, he's not the only guy. Uh, some other names. Uh, it kills me, but I, 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 I think I called it midseason. UCLA's Dante Moore after <laughs> their prized freshman, their best quarterback recruit they ever got. They they let him start, and then they benched him halfway through the season. And uh, he has announced he is uh, going to transfer, which yeah, is like man, you blew it. Happens. Like you can't, you got to cater to these guys when they have all this money on the table and they they want to play. Uh, another surprising one, maybe not so surprising. Uh, DJ, I'm, I can never do the name. Even he's uh, played o- 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 He's transferring again. He is, but he also wow. said he's considering entering the draft. Okay. Uh, so he I'm surprised he wanted to leave. He had a good season for Oregon so State. So Ohio or yeah, Oregon State's coach left for oh, okay. Michigan State. Okay. Uh, so I, that's where I understand that. It's like if everyone leaves, you leave too. Um, he doesn't want to play another year on a if it's a subpar team. He's trying to make the NFL. Um, but yeah, probably some other guys. I'm not even thinking of like always the guys who lose out on the jobs end up I'm trying to think because um, I definitely heard some. Yeah, there's one about a, a Alabama guy who actually started a game. He's going to play lacrosse instead. That's what I heard that, yeah. They said he's transferring schools and it's to play lacrosse. That's funny. But yeah, it is it's just a it's, a it's a new it's a new world. It's hard to stay yeah, up with it. Indeed it is. Indeed it is. Yeah. Well, um all right, so that's going to wrap it up for that college. So uh yeah, let's uh move on to the NFL. We're going to have a we got little, we got a little bit of news here it looks like before we yeah, get to uh, a pretty horrible story to yeah, start with. Oh, I didn't actually this story is new to me. So we're going to start off with a a news story from a Buffalo Bills player and then we're going to go over our over under updates uh because we're, you know, more than halfway through the season now and then we'll recap week 13 and then give you guys more picks if you want them. <laughs> we're still going to give them, but it's you, honestly at this point just do the opposite of us. But uh Andy got here. Uh, we got some NFL news. Uh, a, a key player, a name that uh, we brought up before on the podcast because he's a former Super Bowl MVP, got arrested. Yeah, I mean, you're saying it with such a positive-sounding voice. It's a, it's a pretty horrible story. Yeah, uh, I haven't heard pr- it. Pregnant girlfriend, um, inj- like actual injuries, not just like a simple thing. So uh, Von Miller, uh, the Buffalo Bills, who were on their bye this week. Um, it's always bad to make news when you're on your bye. Uh, their defense has struggled. He's been injured a lot since they signed that contract with Buffalo. But I don't know. It sounds it sounds so bad. Like there's no way he can come back. Like especially the downside of his career. It's not Tyreek Hill. Uh, but yeah, it just sounded pretty brutal. Um, you know, abusing. And and it's not the first time. There's been other stories um, with him that have just kind of been like gone away. Um, which is yeah, it sucks because I, the other things Von Miller seems. He seems likable. Like he has that commercial where he's wearing the goofy outfit. Like he's he's a, a famous player, Super Bowl MVP. Uh, seems like he's been liked everywhere he goes. And uh, this is a pretty horrible story. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't think he'll be back. That doesn't help Buffalo's playoff hopes. But yeah, I don't think he should be back. So yeah, I mean that's it's tough. You know, it's tough. And then it's even it's one of those things too where it's even worse when you get to see him. I know one of the famous ones was that uh, Eagles. A player that was like, or I believe he was an Eagles player that was like in the living room and it was like the living room cam saw him like beating up his oh, right, yeah. girlfriend or wife, whatever she was with the the kid like 
in the room also like you know a two-year-old running around and it's like yeah it's crazy i mean you see that shit more than you more than you should domestic all over not just you know not just athletes it's all over domestic uh yeah the, domestic uh, violence is one of the biggest things in uh in the world in america and in the world unfortunately the, you know it's the jonathan uh, major's trial started this week it's uh, the actor that's who's he again he was in creed three and a lot of other things oh he was, yeah, like, yeah, he was yeah breaking out and like just as he was breaking out like <clears throat> does something stupid yeah it happens uh, it's uh <clears throat> it's uh it's unfortunate yeah but uh into some other news we got some our over under updates which is always news to me too because i would i'm very curious to see how you and i are doing because this has been quite a season actually <laughs> so so far six teams have clinched um i that's not the right word to say that but have locked in they're yeah, locked in or under lot. um so you are three and three and i'm four and two so okay far. so uh the teams that have have done it uh, New England Patriots, they yeah, cannot hit, win eight games this year. They've already lost ten times. Uh, so we both had the under on there. Uh, the New York, New York Jets, can't blame yeah. you on this one. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, yeah. They're like, not going mean... to hit ten wins this <laughs> year. If they had Rodgers, maybe they would have. It's, it's hard to say. But uh, you had the over and I had the under on them. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, and it's hard to blame Joe Burrow's injury on this. I don't know if they were going to win 12 games anyways. Uh, but they yeah, won. not the way they started this they're, year. They're 6-6. Six six, we both said so. the under on it. Um, and it was the highest over under, which was kind of crazy to me because that's like, yeah, they're good, but yeah, they, they are not going to get to 12 wins. So we both said under. Uh, and then here's one that, that kills me. So if you don't, re- if you remember this, I picked the under on all four AFC South teams. <laughs> Cause I'm saying I'm tired of this division. It sucks. Uh, there's a chance all four go over. Yeah. Oh, go over. Yeah. AFC oh. South. I don't think the Titans are going over. Uh, I don't see no, four but more there's, in there's, the Titans. There's still, there's still a chance. I, I get what you're saying. I, yeah. Uh, the Jaguars almost definitely will, but there's some injury stuff. We'll no, get they'll, to. they'll get. Yeah, they'll. Uh, they'll they shoot. Need I, I heard their schedule. They yeah. they they got two more wins in them at least. So uh, the Colts and Texans have already won seven games, and their over under was set at six and a half. So they already got it. We both said under, and it, yeah. they're both kind of miracle teams. The Texans, uh, even with a good rookie quarterback, I didn't think had the talent to to pull this off. And the Colts, it's, it's a mystery to me. We honestly, I forgot. We have a lot that are the same. Like I'm looking at this whole list, and it's like yeah. all but like two. Like in this first like twenty, you're all like the same. The NFC must have some some big differences. Uh, uh, this one, this a one, a little bit. And it's like, oh, we're gonna even each other out here. Well, hopefully, we end up just both just doing really well then. Oh yeah. Well, See, they're gonna be really bad or really good. We'll both do around five hundred. Yeah, that's it usually goes. Yeah. That's uh, the and then the last team is the Carolina Panthers, the worst team in the NFL. They're not gonna win eight games. Sorry, they're gonna guys. win two games. <laughs> yes. So they have clinched that one as well. But some of the other ones that are close. Uh, Detroit Lions just need to win more and more game. Okay. Uh, the Cowboys just need to win one more game here. Are those ones that we've all done same or different? Um, the Lions, I'm going to lose. Oh, very good. Oh, and then what was the other I one? I believed in them, baby. I just said. Cowboys. Looks like we have the same um, Cowboys, one. Cowboys, we both said over. Very good for both of us. All right. Um, let's see. The Chargers are probably not going to get to 10 wins. Well, where are the Steelers? Where did we... Uh, let's at least check out my Steelers. team. What do we, what do we go... Uh, Steelers, eight oh, and a half. Well, so they have seven wins already. So I think they... That'll, that'll, they, they yeah. I yeah. mean, they play the Patriots this Thursday. We'll go into the fact that they... they that could have been for their ninth win if they actually... The Ravens, Ravens have 10 wins already. I think they're going to... They're gonna they don't have 10 yet. I think they have... Nine. Yeah. Eight or nine, yeah. Because yeah. they had their bye. And then uh, the Dolphins. They're at nine oh. wins. They just need to win more, one more game. And, uh, I don't think have, we're gonna get our. Are we gonna get our Bills one? I don't know. That's Bills have tough. to win out. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't either. But uh, all right, well, we'll get more into that when uh, yeah. in a couple, a few more weeks. But uh, so another thing I wanted to look at. Oh, okay. Um, so it seems like both conferences are down because, especially with the AFC, what's going on right now, it seems like oh man, what a mess, uh, especially with quarterback injuries that we'll talk about. Um, so 
Are they actually having a down year? Because the AFC, everyone thought the AFC was going to be better. They have all the good young quarterbacks. Uh, well, I was they, thinking about that. It seems like the AFC, just off the naked eye, has more depth, but the the juggernauts are in the NFC. Yeah. So uh, what we got here is, this is just the AFC uh, ones, but uh, AFC is 37-29 and 29 on the season against the NFC. So, uh, And that includes the Patriots at 0-5. That's it's pretty rough. Uh, interesting, the Chiefs 2-3 and 3 against the NFC. So that's closes out their schedule there. Um, just funny how that worked out, losing to the... Lions, Packers, and then uh, the Eagles. So, um, yeah, Bang- Bengals four zero. They swept uh, the NFC West. It looks like somehow. Remember, they, remember they beat the 49ers. That was strange. The Bengals. Yeah, yeah. That was like a Monday night game too, right, or something, or like. No, it was one of the. It was one of the, like the games that everyone was hurt. Okay. They beat the Rams on Monday night. Uh, but yeah, what were <clears throat> what else were we getting to here? Yeah, the week. They'll recap here. Yeah, well, let's, uh, we'll recap it up. We'll start off with Thursday Night Football, which was, I don't know why, but it, it feels like it was so long ago. Like, I mean, I know it was already five days ago as we're recording this, but anyway, there's uh, been some things going around about how the Cowboys only do well against bad teams, and I'm starting to think now maybe it's only their defense does well against bad teams because Seattle and Cowboys decided that defense was going to be optional in this game. There was not one single punt in this game. There was a 1,000 yards in penalties, pretty much. Uh... And the Cowboys ended up winning this game 41 to 35. A very up and down the field game. DK Metcalf with six catches, 134, and three touchdowns. Um, Dak threw another four touchdowns, I believe, or three touchdowns, I'm sorry. So he's making a strong case for MVP. Um, and I believe I've, I've, there's a couple different books. I've heard some of the, the odds, but he's, I think, like second favorite some places, third favorite in other places. Uh, along with uh, Jalen Hurts and Brock Purdy are the ones surrounding him. So uh, that'll be a tight race there at the end. Um, but yeah, Cowboys, you know, they came back. They were trailing most of the game, came back, outscored them 14-7 to in the fourth to win the game 41-35. to uh, Next game here, we've got Tennessee and the Indianapolis Colts. Um, this was a game where, you know, it was, it was exciting for what it was. Uh, it did go into overtime. Two block punts for the Colts. That's oh, really how I did not know that. How they won this game. Gardner so. Minshew, 312 yards, two touchdowns. And Derrick Henry now has got like four touchdowns his last couple games, it looks he, he like. He did get hurt, though. He missed the overtime. Derrick Henry. Oh, so. I did not know that, yeah. I don't know what his status is. But uh, obviously it doesn't matter because Tennessee's not going to make the playoffs. It's really about the Colts here. It looks like they've got a good, great great chance. Yeah, 7-5. and five. Uh, They've had only, what, four quarterbacks or so this year? <laughs> I don't think they're very good. It's fun. Oh, no. and But it's, it's scary because it's like... You know, there was an injury that we'll get into in the Jaguars game that could be costly. Like, what if the Colts fucked around and won this division and they're going to be a home team against somebody and possibly in the first round? But I agree with you. If the Colts sneak a wild card spot, they will be eliminated in the first round. Uh, the next game here, we had the San Diego Padres beat the Boston Red Sox six to nothing. <laughs> no, the uh, L.A. Chargers beat I mean, the New England you, Patriots. Did you see that the Dodgers and Red Sox uh, scored more runs in every single one of their games they played this year? I believe it in their matchups. So, yeah, uh, six nothing was the final. Uh, yeah, <laughs> pouring rain. So there's a little bit of an excuse. Yeah, uh, but a bad offense all around. Bailey Zappi is not the guy. No one is the guy um, there. Their Caleb Williams might be their guy if they yeah. can keep losing. Ramondre Stevenson got hurt for the Patriots. That kind of hurt them. Yeah, I saw he was off to um, actually a decent start. He had yeah. like 40 yards in his first like few 40 carries. yards in the first drive, and then fumbled and Die. got hurt in on the fumble and. Uh, I don't know what to make of it. It was an ugly game. I'm very disappointed in the way the Chargers offense has played recently because I think that just 
the personnel is really letting him down. Uh, a lot of a lot of drops again. Quinn Johnson had a had another huge drop that could have been like a, a 30, 40 yard, maybe even touchdown. Um, but other key drops in the game, and it was pouring rain, so it's harder to catch that ball. Um, but it just it's like they they need to play perfect because they just don't have the receiving talent right now, and not or the offensive line talent. They can't run the ball. Uh, but then they're dropping passes like this, and it's it's really hurting. But uh, yeah, Chargers are five and seven, still alive. They can if they win out, they'll probably make the playoffs. Very unlikely they're going to win out, but it, it is still possible. But um, I don't know. Their defense has been bad all year, and they got a shutout. So congratulations, Khalil Mack is I think up to fifteen sacks. It's kind of crazy. Their defense has been this bad, and he's having the kind of season he's had. Um, and they're just going to have to let him go next year because of the way his contract works. Which is too bad. He never got to be on a good team. I feel like he's kind of been cursed his whole career, right? Play for the Raiders, and then you go to the Bears, you get one good season out of the Bears, and then you go to the Chargers, and they are a mess. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't really see any of the. No, and thank God. <laughs> I honestly, thankfully, I was. I mean, I'll, I'll get to talk about on the entertainment podcast what I did on Sunday, why I was busy, but uh, I'm glad I missed some of these games. And there's a there's one game in particular that we'll get into here soon that I'm really happy I missed. Yeah. But next up, we had uh, New Orleans-Detroit. Detroit had a big lead, and New Orleans kind of made it close. One score game at the end. Uh, Derek Carr got hurt again. He keeps getting hurt. I don't know. The team's not good. They're probably better with him, but he can't stay healthy. Yeah, Jameis Winston, I believe, is possibly playing this week. Yeah, so um, they're now two games back of of the Cardinals. Not the Cardinals. What are the Falcons? uh, Because the Falcons won head-to-head. Yeah, Falcons are going to win that division. Yeah, we'll get to them. Uh, they're the next game. They actually they won a shitty, shitty game against the <clears throat> most embarrassing team yep. in, in the sport right now. 13 to 8. Uh, yeah, the only scoring 13 against the Jets, which that's still a good And defense, they did bench Tim Boyle, right? They, for... Not only do they bench Tim Boyle, they cut him today. <laughs> okay. And they picked up that Brett Brett Rippin guy who oh, played for boy. the Rams that one game who was yeah. horrible. Yeah. Uh, so that's so bad. There was a story about they. Asked Zach Wilson to come back as a starter, and he's like, I'll think about it. Yeah, like, that's what, what I heard. So I heard there was rumors going on. I was listening to that this morning that uh, that they said that, yeah, that Zach Wilson didn't want to come back. But then, like, I guess uh, the coach, why my Sally came out and defended him, saying, like, no, no, he didn't say that. He wants to play. He's told me he wants to play. We ju- I'm, we're just thinking about it, like, yada, yada, and like saying, like, if he, trust me, if he didn't want to play, he wouldn't be on this team or something like that. So I don't know what. You know, was said, but if I was Zach Wilson and you benched me and now you're four and eight, I mean, I don't know. But I mean, if that's really true, like if he doesn't want to play, then that means he's going to be got to be gone next year. I mean, as we can tell with everything we're talking about, there's teams out there that could at least try to use a decent backup. Like, I still don't think Zach Wilson's good enough to really be a starter, but I think he's good enough to be, you know, be one of uh, one of the better backups in the league because we are seeing it more this year. I feel like than I can remember than any other year. It's like. Quarterbacks are getting hurt all over the place. And uh, it's important to have a key backup. And so, yeah. And speaking of that, we will leeway that right into uh, this next game where the Arizona Cardinals defeated my Pittsburgh Steelers 24 to 10. Uh, I literally, I swear, I swear I brought this up to my mother earlier in the week. I said, I always get nervous when the Steelers play good teams. I mean, bad teams because they lose those games. And sure enough, they did lose 24 to 10. There was two weather delays in this game. Uh, and the key story of it was Kenny Pickett uh, got hurt, and he's out for the season. Uh, so Mitch Trubisky is going to be the guy moving forward on this ugly somehow seven and five Steeler team. Um, yeah, they they needed to win that game, but they they didn't. 
their schedule coming up, you know, they play the Patriots at home this Thursday. That should be a win. Uh, but then it, it gets interesting because then you go out the Colts, which might be tough. Well, should be tough. Uh, honestly, they might not. I mean, home against the Bengals, but we'll get into it. Bengals didn't look too bad. And then you're at the Seahawks at the Ravens. I mean, I don't know. I hate to say that they might only have one more win in them, but they really might only have one more win in them. So I, I don't know, especially without Pickett. I, I think the Steelers are going to end up coming just short of the playoffs. I hate to say that as a fan, but um, unless they can sneak one of those last two games on the road, but it's going to be difficult. Um, yep, that was my this, first pick. Yeah. Uh, so my first incorrect pick. I like Pittsburgh because they were they were uh, less than a touchdown that they had they had to, to win by. So I, I like that uh, with Kenny Pickett second week with the new offensive coordinator. But Kenny Pickett was yeah. I guess that's there. the only thing to hope is maybe um, Trubisky will do well with this. Even before he was hurt, I think they were already losing ten three or something like that. Um, but yeah, that was my justification. I'm going to say I'm going to use that as an excuse. The quarterback got hurt. Doesn't count. Um, but yeah, I'm going to move on to the next one here. Uh, Miami put up 40 points, 40 plus points again. Yeah, Tyreek Hill is still running somewhere. Washington has, has a horrible defense. They fired their defensive coordinator. It wasn't probably his fault. Uh, this team is just bad. They traded, they traded two defensive linemen. I'll, I'll say, too, I can just never figure it out with when to start Achani on my, one of my fantasy teams. 17 carries, 73 yards, two touchdowns. Last time I started him, he had like a couple carries, got hurt. I forgot all about him. I was like, oh, I'll, give him, I'll, I'll wait to see what he can do this time. No, all he did was lead the team in carries, yards, and touchdowns. <laughs> So he'll find his way back into my lineup, I think, this week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next up, we have Houston-Denver. This was uh, one of the better games of the week. A good matchup coming in. Two teams trying to you know, fight for a wild card spot or maybe even come back in their division. Uh, Texans won on a – not a goal line stand necessarily, but a, uh, right there at the at the end of the game. Uh, Russell Wilson ends up throwing an interception in the end zone. Uh, kind of a great play to, to get out of a sack and just throw it in. A great play by the defender to, to come down with the interception. Uh, but another big story from this game is that the Texans lost rookie receiver Tank Dell, who's been really good oh, for yeah. them. Uh, so he's out for the season with a broken leg. Oof. Sucks uh, to break your leg. Yeah. Uh, speaking of broken leg, there was a – did you see the play where uh, – yeah, Alvin Kamara ran into a, a sideline dude. What do you call this guy? Sideline judge, I guess, or something, and broke his leg, which is the guy that holds the pylons or whatever. Pretty gnarly. Um What's the next one here so we you got? Had, you had this pick and you... Uh, oh, what did I have? Oh, Denver. Yeah, Denver plus three and a half. So then it'd be a five-point game? And and Denver had it. They, they were yeah. they were what? Inside the 20 at the end there. I think I would think they were at like the 10. Yeah, I, was, I wanted to say inside the 10, but I wasn't sure. And he did throw an interception. So, uh, yeah, I was close. You know, I, you know sometimes it's they like... They weren't going to kick a field goal just to, to cover the spot. Yeah, not to lose by two. But, uh, yeah, it's all right. Um, here, the, the next game we got here, we got uh, Panthers and Buccaneers. Uh, I mean, I don't know if there's much more to say about this other than the Panthers suck. I and mean, what I have on here is Tampa Bay stays alive in the South. They, they had to win this game. Yeah. Uh, I lose this bet as well. I had Tampa Bay oh, by five. Uh, they were up 11, and they kind of gave up that, that touchdown at the end, and then, uh, you know, they maybe they could have scored at the end, but they, you know, run the clock out. It's one of those things. It's, uh, yeah, it's, yeah it's, why, it's why betting is hard. I don't know. Oh, it is. Yes. Um, they probably could have won by more, but they also could have lost the game too, conceivably. Yeah, exactly. So that's that goes all the ways. Yeah. Um, uh, next up, a game that surprised me, um, and I, I should have mentioned how my fantasy jinx on Kenny Pickett. I, I told it to you, but um, so my fantasy quarterback to, that I drafted was Joe Burrow. He's out for the year. The backup that I drafted was Sean Watson. He's out for the year. 
Um, so I've been just kind of like picking up quarterbacks at different points. Uh, last week I picked up Matt Stafford. He delivered for me at four touchdowns. This week going against the Browns, who have one of the better defenses, I decided to uh, make a change. And I, I like Kenny Pickett's matchup more than any of the other available quarterbacks. And uh, I, ki- I killed him too. So <laughs> that's three quarterbacks I've killed now. Um, and, you know, Matt Stafford ended up having a good game. The Rams put up 36 on this great defense. Stafford had almost 300 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, and then the other story of this game is Joe Flacco ended up making the start for the Browns and uh, was okay. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I didn't even see how Flacco's numbers were. I think they're good numbers. Let's see. 250 yards, two oh, touchdowns, wow. interception. That's, Pretty solid for a guy coming yeah, through, off the through, Threw the ball 44 times also. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so the Browns, there's all this clump of teams now that are 7-5. and five. Uh, Houston, Indianapolis, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, all 7-5. and five, And it's like, who's going to end up making the playoffs out of any of these guys? Um, but the other thing is the Rams now at six and six, uh, they're right there in there, uh, tied with, uh, Seattle and yeah, who else? Let's see. So the Rams as of right now have the eight spot. So there's actually yeah, so they're, they're got four NFC hope. teams that are six and six and yeah, we'll, we'll get to those and they have wins when we get to them. Yeah. Um, I'll take the next one here. The game of the week. Yeah, we got the Philadelphia Eagles at the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, yeah, the, the 49ers took care of business. I said, you know, I thought the Eagles were in a bad spot. You know, had they just played uh, the Chiefs and the Bills in the last two weeks. And then they go and play. And the what I think they sign, uh, signify themselves as the um, best team in the NFL right now is the San Francisco 49ers. Even though they're 9-3, and three, they don't have the best record. Still don't have a better record than the Eagles, but to go over into Philadelphia, win this game 42-19. to Debo went off with three total touchdowns. McCaffrey had a touchdown. Uh, Brock Purdy threw four touchdowns. Uh, they, they just looked really good. And uh, they, uh, yeah, they, they kicked ass. And the 49ers are, um, they, they made a statement there with that win to let the Eagles know that, hey, we're, uh, we're the best team in the NFC despite our record. Because as we know, the Niners were injured a little bit this year. Uh, and that's when they went on a little bit of a, a, little bit of a losing streak. Um, but yeah, the 49ers get the job done. And that was also one of my picks. I did say the 49ers minus three. And so that was one that uh, won for me. So kudos to me on that. Uh, the next game we got here was the Sunday night football game where the Green Bay Packers hosted the Kansas City Chiefs. And the Packers got the job done 27 to 19. Uh, Packers have now won a few in a row and they've done it against good competition. They beat the Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving. And uh, then they went out and they beat who they beat last week? That was good. That was the Lions. They beat they beat the Chargers. The Chargers. Before. I'm sorry. So they beat the Chargers. Then they went out and beat the Lions on Thanksgiving, and then they go and they beat the Chiefs. Uh, Jordan Love's been productive in all of those games. Yeah, he's been playing well. Uh, three touchdown passes, 267 yards, and uh, yeah, the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, you know that's interesting. And they've got an easy schedule. They got the Giants, the Bucks, the Panthers, the Vikings, and Bears. Yeah, so they're they're very live to to make the playoffs. At six and six, yeah, they've got a great shot. Yeah, I mean they they should, you're gonna blink and they have a very good chance to be nine and six. And maybe we should we should review this too. Maybe after, okay, after we get to yeah. all the games here, um, which yeah, we only have the one one left. Um, so yeah, I don't know what you want to make of the, on the Kansas City side. Uh, probably should have been a uh, pass interference. Yeah, on, I, I uh, never I never saw it. I still Valdez, haven't seen the play. I mean, the ironic part is Valdez Scantling. So you didn't even know if he was going to make the catch, but it would have been a nice thing, nice moment for him to make basically the same catch 
uh, in a big game um, against his former team, but uh, didn't call the penalty. Uh, but yeah, the last game, the Monday night game, uh, we we both had picks on this game. Uh, not different picks, but we both end up losing. Uh, I think we just we saw this game very differently than how it turned out. And, uh, very differently. Uh, the big thing was that Jake Browning was really really good for the Bengals. The back yeah, he quarterback, looked, he did look good. Um, just yeah, was confident. He could move the ball. He could hit intermediate throws. They, they start off, him off with a lot of short throws, and then. Had a big one to chase. Uh, and Cincinnati ended up pulling out uh, an overtime win, a field goal uh, win, uh, against Jacksonville. Uh, but the other the story for Jacksonville is not necessarily the loss. I think they could afford the loss. It's that uh, Trevor Lawrence and Christian Kirk are hurt. And Lawrence says he might try to come back and play. He has a high ankle sprain. Uh, but that sounds bad. Like High, high ankle sprains usually like three three weeks. And I guess yeah. your quarterback it's not as important. Um but that's that's tough. And then yeah, Christian Kirk, I think might be out for the year. What did he end up hurting? Uh, let's see if I can find the story here. But yeah, we we mentioned how he didn't come back. And it was an injury too, where he just landed on him himself too. Uh, a core muscle. Some, sometime, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, but yeah, a, Jackson, a Jacksonville's having a good season. Uh, one of the reasons I liked uh, the pick I made under thirty eight and a half. Uh, was that I think Jacksonville's defense had been underrated because uh, people think, oh, Trevor Lawrence and Ridley and Christian Kirk, they're an offensive team. Uh, they've been better on defense so far this year, uh, but not this game, giving up 34. Um, at one point, it was, you know, it was 28 to 28, and it was like, how do they score this many touchdowns in this game? Like, I, that was your thing. No, no field goals yeah, at that, that point. Was... Uh, kind of crazy that it's like, I mean, it was almost a halftime I'd already. Lost that bet, um, but then you lost it as well at uh, Jacksonville minus eight, which was good value because it closed at like nine and a half. Yeah, it went all the way up to yeah nine and a half, ten. I think I even saw it at ten at some places. So yeah, definitely eight was a good number to have since it closed at ten. But you know, as we see, sometimes that's the way it goes. Is it doesn't matter. It's not only did uh the Bengals cover the eight points, the ten points, they they won the game straight up. So they keep their uh, playoff hopes alive as well, standing at six and six and. Yeah, like we said, Browning looked good. You got to give credit where credit's due, and he still has playmakers. I mean, they got the ball to chase a lot. He had 11 catches, 149 yards, and a touchdown, and his touchdown was a 76-yard touchdown. Browning with 340, 54 yards. Mixon, 19 carries, 68 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, the playmakers still showed up, so, yeah, good for the good for the Bengals. Uh, keeping their hopes alive there at 6-6 six and six now. So, uh, we had talked about this before. Look at it. We just looked at our over-earned picks. We also have our playoff picks. And how they're going to go. Um, or what, what does it look like now. Uh, so I had the Cowboys, Falcons, Vikings, and 49ers, the division winners. Looks like Falcons and Niners are going to do it. Cowboys still have a chance, but I'd still stay unlikely. Uh, then for wild cards, I had Eagles, Packers, and Lions. So uh, I think those Our, our wild card is going to be a little fun. I, I think that's... Well, I think I, I like that at least... I, I like your chances more. I think but I could actually... Actually, we kind of have the same thing going on here now that I'm looking at it. The only difference yes. is that I have the Saints in there and you have the, the Packers. Falcons. Well, because okay. I'm saying overall yeah. to make the playoffs. Yes, okay. We both have the Falcons in the playoffs. You just have wild card. Yeah. So I think I have a chance to actually hit all of these teams, although it's unlikely that both the Packers and Vikings. The only will make thing it. you might flip up is the Eagles Cowboys division if you yeah. want to be like perfect, perfect. Oh, yeah. Although who knows though? They, they play a big game this week. Yeah, but uh, even even if the Cowboys win, the Cowboys have a tough schedule. The Eagles don't 
Yeah, well, they've gotten their tough games out of the way. The Eagles, Eagles definitely had a tough little middle year. The Eagles played the Giants twice in the last three games. So, God, that's so, you know, it's like so three, convenient. three wins. Um, we say that sometimes, but sometimes things get weird at the end. Yeah. Uh, and then in the AFC... It's all fucked. Probably not as good for, for either <laughs> yeah, of us. Neither here. of us believed in the... I didn't believe in the Dolphins at all. So I had the Dolphins still making the playoffs, but we, we both picked a different team in the AFC East. Uh, for the South, we both picked the Jaguars... Uh, the North, you picked the Ravens. You were bold on the Steelers. I, Steelers. I don't think Steelers are winning that division, but they can still make the playoffs. Uh, the Chiefs are still going to win the West. Yeah, I mean, uh, the only thing that I'm going to be fucked on here, I think, is that, you know, I just didn't Bengals. have the Dolphins. Well, the Jets screwed me. But also, again, like, Aaron Rodgers got hurt 13 minutes into the season. So, I mean, it's like, I can't predict that. So, yeah, in mine, I think the Jaguars, Chiefs, and Dolphins will all make the playoffs. The other teams, maybe one of those gets in. Steelers, Bills. Uh, but I, I think the Chargers aren't going to get in. <laughs> Yeah, uh, none yeah. of us have the Texans on here. None of us have. Yeah, when we again we picked, we we're pretty low on those teams. So, uh, or the Broncos too. The Broncos still oh, have yeah. a chance. Yeah, neither of us. Let's look. Yeah, them. let's go down a little more here. Sorry, how's our MVPs wow. looking? How's my MVP looking with Aaron Rodgers? Huh? Yeah. It was a it's a pretty valuable flag carry. Yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, I mean, we both have the Niners to win the NFC. That might be the one thing that we're going to be right on. You have the Niners to win the Super Bowl. Look, Josh Allen, if, if the Bills win all five games and Josh Allen's good, yeah, I, I think he I'll can tell win you what, MVP. if the Bills just get into the playoffs, I don't, I don't, I think that's enough for them to make a run. You never know. Crazier things have happened. Steelers won it as a sixth seed that year when they beat the Seahawks. And I watched them as a fan go through Indianapolis, then or go through Cincinnati, then go through Indianapolis, then go through Denver. So, I mean, a lot of like the, the advanced stats still rate Buffalo pretty good that their yeah, offense they is are. like. Well, and we talked about it too. I think the AFC, like we talked about the AFC has more depth, but the NFC is stronger this year. And when the juggernauts, because they've got the the Eagles, the Niners, the Cowboys, while you look at the AFC and it's like, you look at their top guys, the Chiefs look mortal at eight and four. Do we really think that the the Ravens, the Ravens, yeah. No one trusts them. Exactly. And I still don't trust Lamar Jackson still in the playoffs. And then the Dolphins, it's the same thing. Like I think it's, we've seen what they do against good teams and it's, it's not good. So I think if the Bills sneak in, I think they're very uh, – Josh Allen can play what he's capable of. I mean, I think the Bills are still very live to make a, a run in the playoffs. All right, you want to you pick some games here? Yeah, let's 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 do it. Let's uh, – I uh, want me to go first? I think I had some earlier. Sure, you can go first. All right, well, one of them I'm going to start off with is – I don't. okay, yeah, let's uh, go up a little bit. There you go. Okay, hold on. It's down a little bit. <laughs> down all right right there's good i'm gonna go with um i'm gonna go with the vegas raiders plus three at home you know they're at home three is a good number they're playing the vikings raiders are one of those teams that still believe i'm sure in going to the playoffs uh both these teams coming off buys so it'll be interesting to see how uh they both respond but i i, I think the raiders getting a field goal at home i i mean i just you know i don't see why not so give me the raiders plus three points all right, here's my first pick. Over 47.5, Miami, Tennessee. Ooh. Tennessee's pass defense is horrible. Which means? So I think they could do another. They could get that 47.5 by themselves. They just had 45 <laughs> last week. Uh, and I think Tennessee is not horrible on offense. I like this. Levis is can make bad plays and good plays, what I've seen of him so far. So. And that's okay. We also have to mention this. That's the first. No, they're on the same time. There's two Monday night games at the same time next week. I don't know why. I don't know what this is going on. That is really uh, bizarre that they're at the same time. So one's on ESPN and one's on ABC slash ESPN Plus, which means 
Uh, I can only watch Titans Dolphins, which really neither of these games are good. If I had to choose one, though, I'd rather watch Titans Dolphins. More playmakers in that game. Uh, so the next pick I'm going to do is, uh, and I've seen a trend before about how these games seem to go over a lot. So I'm going to go Eagles Cowboys over 52 and a half in the Sunday night football game. I think uh, both these teams are, I mean, we saw what the uh, Cowboys defense can do against bad, I mean, against uh, good teams, and it's not good. I, I see Eagles being able to move the ball, and I think Cowboys at home, they, they play well. They're 6-0 at home this year. I think they move the ball also. And, uh, yeah, I like the Cowboys to put up points. I like the Eagles to compete with them. And that'll be a fun Sunday night game, I think, I hope, at least. And, yeah, it'll be high scoring. So give me Dallas and Philly over uh, 52 and a half. What else do I like here? I hate the NFC South. <laughs> uh, I just said how the Falcons had now a two-game lead over New Orleans and maybe a two-game lead over Tampa Bay. They will fuck it up because it's the Atlanta Falcons. They're a fuck-up of a franchise. So at home, uh, they're only fair by two and a half, which is that's about like normal what a home field advantage is. Um, yet I'm still going with Tampa Bay because I just it's, it's a bet against the Atlanta vibes, I guess. And just yeah, like they're not gonna not gonna take total control of the, of the division here. So it'll be a stupid game, I'm sure. All right, I'm. So if I wasn't making it clear, I took Tampa Bay. <laughs> I'm. Let's see here. So I think the last one I'm going to do, you know what? I think they gained some momentum and I think we got to give them the respect. And I, I'm going to take the Cincinnati Bengals plus one at home against the Colts because you got the seven and five Colts coming in against the six and six Bengals. Bengals, I think after this Monday night going on the road, upsetting the Jaguars, Jake Browning looking good, I think now all of a sudden the team looks wakes up a little bit and you're like, wait a minute, maybe maybe we actually aren't like completely dead yet. Uh, Jamar Chase had a good game, which I think obviously makes him excited. And I think people are going to start being like, hey, like that was an impressive win. Let's win a few more. And Colts is a big one. Colts come into town. Uh, if they beat that game, they have the same record as the Colts, and then all of a sudden they're very live to be a uh, you know sneak in as wild card team of some sort. So uh, yeah, I like uh, I like the Bengals getting one point at home against uh, the Colts because also I like what we were saying earlier. I I, I don't think this Colts team's that good still. All right, so for my last pick, I'm doing another over here, and this okay. time on a on a low total. Okay, which we, I think we talked about last week. Maybe you don't do those. Uh, this week is crazy. There are three extremely, extremely low totals. Oh, yeah, one's very low. <laughs> including your game, 29 and a half for yeah. Patriots-Steelers. Uh, the Patriots have allowed 26 points over the last three games in their own three. So uh, that's the way they're going. Uh, we also have uh, was Cleveland, I think. Yeah, Cleveland Cleveland and Jacksonville because if Trevor Lawrence is out, we got C.J. Beathard going against that Cleveland defense. Uh, that's 30 and a half. Uh, but I'm going to take... The over on Texans and Jets. Okay. And yeah, that one is low. I wonder if there's some like... So where's that? Yeah, New York. We don't know who's starting for the Jets. Uh, I mean, weather is is always a, a factor here at the end of the season. Uh, it says 54 degrees in New York, but uh, we we don't know. But uh, the reason there is, I think Trevor Simeon is a okay quarterback. Yeah. Uh, he's the one who came in for um, Tim Boyle. And I think if they just give him the game and let him go. He can put up 17 or something. And, and Houston is shown to be a pretty efficient offense, even though they're going against a good defense. So, so that's where I'm going with that pick. Yeah, no, I don't, 
I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No. All these justifications, if they make sense to you, I'm 6 and 18. <laughs> it's almost, it's, it is impressive <laughs> that it could be that bad. Because if you think it, good would be like 55%. Yeah. Um, so then that would mean bad would be 45% by that logic. Um, one out of four is, is, is really tough to do, but I've done it. So. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sitting 10 and 14. So not, not quite as bad, but not not very good. So uh, hopefully this week get a winning record. Maybe maybe one of us can sweep the board again. We've done it once this year, and it was me last or two weeks ago, I guess. Now, so oh uh, yeah, that'll. Uh, do we have anything else to chat about, or is that going to wrap up sports? All right, you've been listening to episode three hundred and fifty three of Sports. Uh, I'm Anthony or Tony. I, 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 it's funny. I always open up saying I'm Tony, but then I close saying I'm Anthony. I don't That's know. Fine, yeah. yeah, I'm both. But I'm Tony, and with me I had off road Andy. Yes. You did. Yes, thanks. Uh, Please uh, like, subscribe, tell a friend, and be sure to check out our entertainment podcast coming up right after this. Thank you.